Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. There's a high fly ball from KMOX Sports. That's it deep to left field, and it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. There's a moment for you. Welcome to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. In the driving jam time. The Hurricanes win this one. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. Come back, pattern caught. Touchdown, Kansas City. Now, sports on a Sunday morning on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. People are going to think it's Monday morning. Tom and Debbie on the air together. My goodness gracious. Uh, Great to hear Debbie. Great to be on with her a little earlier this morning at uh, 645, bright and early. Good morning, everybody. I have not one but two producers. Man, how lucky did I get? I've got Brian Kelly on these Sunday mornings. I have Megan Lynch. Uh, who else has come in and, and uh, filled in on this show? We've had a lot uh, there for BK, Michael Calhoun, of course. Debbie Monterey, what a pleasant surprise to hear Debbie's voice this morning at 645 on the other end as we uh, did uh, a little bit of Total Information AM weekend, a little Sunday edition. And now here we are for sports on a Sunday morning. I have two producers. I have James O'Sullivan. I have Matt Pajeski. Man, how lucky am I? Matt was uh, producing last night a doubleheader. Last night for SLU basketball, you had the men's game, you had the women's game. I called the women's game last night. That didn't go so well for them, although they fought, man. They, that is a tough team right there. They're playing seven players right now. They are injured uh, all over the place, and that SLU women's team is tough. They lost 80-69 to to a good Northern Kentucky team. Men's team won. That was huge for them. We'll get into that in just a little bit. Travis Ford is going to be with us live at the bottom of the hour at 1030. We only have an hour show because we have the Chiefs and the Raiders pregame here on KMOX at 11. Lauren Lovett will give us our NFL picks right before that. She and I go head-to-head every week. Chris Pronger, the Hockey Hall of Famer, will hear his visit with me from the Garage Happy Hour just a few days ago. Prongs is going to get his number retired at Enterprise Center next month on January 17th and his thoughts about that. But first, those St. Louis Blues, they win it again, and they do it with a not starting goaltender, not second-string goaltender, a third-stringer. Charlie Lindgren has come in and saved the day for the Blues. Billy Husso has a lower body injury. He's on IR. Jordan Bennington, who's going to eventually come off this COVID protocol list and rejoin the team, has been out. So they leaned on Lindgren. I like that. Lean on Lindgren. 2021. And he gets the job done with 22 saves. And the Blues 
won the game 4-1 to one over the Montreal Canadiens, who are really struggling right now, to be honest. But the Blues, it doesn't matter. You don't feel sorry for anybody in the NHL. You just take them out. And the Blues did. Lindgren, 22 saves. Booch is a nice player, isn't he? What a nice pickup by Doug Armstrong. Pavel Buchnevich had a goal and an assist. He is just solid coming over for the New York Rangers for Sammy Blay. And the Blues beat the Canadiens 4-1. to one. They've won seven home games in a row. That's their longest winning streak at home since they won nine in a row two years ago. Around the same time, December 12th to January 13th, that month of time, 2019 into 2020, right before the pandemic hit, actually. The Blues were playing really well at home that season. Ivan Barbashev, Dakota Joshua, Tori Krug all scored for the Blues along with Buchnevich. The Blues have picked up points in seven of their last eight games, and they beat the Canadiens by a final of 4-1. to one. They play again tonight. They take on the Ducks tonight. Tonight, little back-to-back, 6 p.m. tonight at Enterprise Center. The Springfield team, not Springfield, Missouri, not Springfield, Illinois, this is Springfield, Mass., has been coming through for the Blues, and they've done a terrific job. We'll hear a little bit about them from Coach Craig Berube here momentarily, and then catch up with Chris Pronger. Blues win it 4-1. to one. College basketball, boy, the Kansas Jayhawks and the Missouri Tigers are far apart right now in their programs. We haven't seen them on the same court in a game that matters in a decade. Uh, the Tigers left the Big 12 in 2012 and went to the SEC. That did not sit well with KU and especially with Coach Bill Self. They ended that border war, which went on for a century, and then renewed it yesterday, and KU is ready for them. The number eight Jayhawks absolutely crushed them. Final score was 102-65. Mizzou got it to within seven there in the first half, and then KU just went on a tear. They have just about everything. Christian Brown is is a special talent. Uh, he's you know got all the Mizzou connections. Uh, Dewan Harris has Mizzou connections, or at least Columbia connections, because he's from there. And you know they were amped for that game. They beat Missouri and beat them badly. 102-65, a 37-point win at raucous Allen Fieldhouse in Lawrence, Kansas. Chaffetz Arena, it was SLU and Boston College here on KMOX. And I thought this was a heavyweight bout here. Not two ranked teams, but two physical teams. And you could just feel it yesterday. And SLU had to find a way to run efficient offense, and they did. Emerson out high. Hands it off to Fred. Now to Collins, center circle for Hargrove deep on the left side. High post, Linson. Comes down low, Hargrove jam time. Oh, the high-low, baby. Yes, indeed. T.J. Hargrove, a little high-low action there, and... They get it into Wood on the wing. Wood looks inside, wants Mazinski, turns, pushed off, no call, drop step, no call, leans in, finally blocked by Traore. Oh, Lucina Traore owned him. He owned him. That's right. Get that out of there. The Billikens can play D also. And now Collins wants to beat him. He can't. He bowled him out of there still and then pops for a 15-footer. Yes! Elevated. Yuri Collins made all five of his shots from the floor, but that's not the best thing that he did yesterday. Take a listen. Collins in front of his own bench, sideline near the corner. Wait. This is Collins. Yuri across the timeline. High post to a coral. Francis turns and faces, looks at a seven-footer in front of him, hands it off for Yuri Collins back between the circles. Yuri waits, wants a cutter. That instead down low, little jump hook, in and out, and good. In, out, and back in for Franco Okoro. Okoro. DeAndre with Okoro out between the circles. Francis on the dribble back to DeAndre Jones. Had it slapped away. He recovers in the backcourt and beats his man. 
then finds Collins, weaves through traffic, lobs, jam time! Okoro off the Uri lob! It's nice to have Francis Okoro back. He just wasn't himself in the last game. He was this time. Uri, top of the key, waiting, waiting. Puts it on the dribble, drives to the hole, got in deep, curls back, looking, head fake, spins, nowhere to go, dump down, on the bounce pass for Okoro, it. jump hook, class good. <laughs> Francis Okoro showing a little range also, but this was Collins' game. He did everything right in this basketball game. Take a listen to this. Lobbed out for Pickerstaff, hands it for Kanye Jones on a drive, lost it. Okoro gets credit for the steal. Run, Ahead to Jones, three on two. Drive, oh. kick back, no look, three, bang! <laughs> he got it! Gibson Jimerson, a no look back but no, It was between his legs. Look at him, Robert White, you see it in the replay. Oh, my. <laughs> Look at him. Back Boom. between his legs for <laughs> yeah. Jimerson. Yeah. Oh, doctor. Yes. Yes. Oh, doctor. <laughs> the crowd ooing and aahing. 54-31 as Jimerson drains the track. Yuri says you like that. Watch this. Francis hands it off to Collins. Yuri wants the screen. They slip it. The drive into the corner. Jimerson left side. Bang! Gibson Jimerson from the corner from Yuri Collins who moves past Pee Wee Leonard on the all-time assist list. And he ends up with 19 assists on the day. Yuri Collins breaks a school record with 19 assists, and he is the first player in college basketball this season to have 19 assists. Nobody else in all of college basketball has had 19 assists in a game, and the Billikens win the game 79-68 over Boston College. Elsewhere, it was the women, as I mentioned, losing to Northern Kentucky by a final of 80-69. to It was Illinois losing to Arizona, and Arizona's a heck of a team, so there's no real... Uh, Disappointment there, except that you didn't get the win. But that's a very good team that they played, 83-79. You kind of hope that Illinois can win some of those big games, especially at home with the crowd behind them. Uh, They just uh, weren't able to close it. They'll figure out how to close those games. Arizona's not a team to be messed with. They have a chance to do some serious damage this year, and they beat Illinois 83-79. In the Valley, Missouri State over Royal Roberts, 69-60. Illinois State topped Chicago State, 80-71. Tulsa beat SIU, 69-65. Bryce Young wins the Heisman Trophy, the top honor in college football. He is the quarterback for Alabama, and he's the first Alabama quarterback to win the Heisman. Back-to-back Heisman wins for Bama, though. Devontae Smith, their wide receiver, won it last year. Army-Navy game went to Navy, 17-13. Navy came into this game 3-8. and eight. That doesn't matter in Army-Navy. Army was 8-3. and three. You throw those records out, of course, and Navy gets the win in that classic game. We mentioned back-to-back games today. Chiefs-Raiders at noon, and then tonight, Bears at Packers. Both games right here on KMOX. The MLS Cup goes to NYCFC, beating Portland on penalty kicks. Gosh, I cannot wait until we start talking about The MLS team here, St. Louis City SC, starts in 2023. We'll be back going to the Blues dressing room with Coach Craig Berube. Get his thoughts and hear from Chris Pronger next. It's 1016 Sports on a Sunday morning on KMOX. There's a high fly ball. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. And it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. And the Billikens win this one. Touchdown, Kansas City. On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Sports on a Sunday morning continues on KMOX. And my visit with Chris Pronger on the Garage Happy Hour. The Hall of Famer is going to have his number retired on January 17th. 
what a special moment this will be for him. You know, recently I had him inside Enterprise Center. He was part of our Fox 2 crew, as we call live play-by-play of Guns and Hoses, the boxing event between police and firefighters and first responders to benefit backstoppers. Backstoppers has been there and will always be there for the families of fallen first responders. I asked Prongs this. He's pretty good. I thought, is this a career potentially for you? Have you been asked and are you interested in doing some TV? Um, I've been offered a few things uh, over the last number of years. It just wasn't necessarily a fit. Um, you, you know, got a good personality. Who knows down yeah. the road? Uh, you know, I think the more, the further we go, the the older I get, the more uh, I'm allowed to say. Yeah, <laughs> I see that. The more open uh, you can say, you know, openly say things. So, um, yeah, who knows? I never say never to anything, but you know, there's. Uh, you know, there's there's a couple things in the pipeline that I've been asked to do that I don't think I'll do. It's just too time consuming, and um, you know, a, a lot of it just needs to fit my schedule. And a lot of the stuff that's been pitched to me does not. For sure. So here's the big update on you, which everybody <laughs> knows they should know. Uh, January 17th, your number is being retired, and what an unbelievable feeling that must be. Just have you started to think about what that night's going to be like? Uh, you know what? <laughs> I haven't. Uh, a, a little bit, you know, just seeing uh, some other, you know, athletes have their jerseys retired and stuff. Uh, you know, you start thinking about, all right, I, I, I'm going to have to start a speech at some point. <laughs> it's I keep kind of kicking it down the road, but uh, I, I probably should start at least trying to gauge i guess the goalposts and how far i want to go and how how really i want to leave it uh, obviously uh, uh 10 years in st louis and came as a 20 year old and left as a 30 year old 30 yeah almost 31. so a lot of development uh, between that time frame and uh, and and a lot happened, good and bad, which which is great, you know the ups and downs and the uh, uh, you know I think a lot of times you know you see uh, you know people going to the Hall of Fame or they have their number retired and you know everybody thinks it was easy and everybody thinks that uh, there was no adversity or heartache along the way and uh, I think when you talk to anybody who's had the opportunity and the honor of of being in those situations. That's all they remember is the adversity and and what drives and pushes them. And, uh, you know, that's certainly the same for me. I wasn't exactly a fan favorite my first year. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, traded for Brendan Shanahan. My name was Lou. (laughs) Traded for Brendan Shanahan. Well, the Jack Buck Awards the other night, we had Gary Unger there, and I, I was asked to present him. And the first line of my presentation speech was Gary Unger was traded for Red Berenson. I mean, that is a tall task. Yeah. So you were traded for Brendan Shanahan. And so your career, and you mentioned, I mean, it spanned a decade here, but you know, it ended not the way you wanted. It started 
in in an awkward kind of fashion. Probably not the way I wanted. <laughs> right? It but, in, <laughs> but in between, boy, there was some good stuff. But I love what you just said because the adversity is kind of what builds you. Who said that the other Adam Wainwright um, yeah. is fueled by, he remains fueled by. And people would think, you know, Adam Wainwright's such a nice guy and you see him in all these videos and hugging people and shaking hands. Adam Wainwright is fueled by people who say he can't do it. Yeah. And that, that I is, I think if that's, you, if you look at, and it's, if you look at any elite athlete, any athlete that's worth his salt and any athlete that is uber competitive, the little birdie telling you, or, or the, the quote machine that's always said, Oh, he can't do it. He can't do it. That's what gets guys up in the morning to train, to push themselves, to, you know, want to prove people wrong. I mean, it, it just, that's what fuels you. You use that as, as motivation and energy to, to push and push you in the dog days. And, and, and in the good days, use that as motivation. Like you can't let up, you know, when, when things are going good and things are great, the lay person has the tendency to just kind of let off the gas. And that's when the elite guy is pushing harder and, and jamming his foot on the accelerator going, okay, I, if I feel good, then how good can I really get? Yeah. And I mean, so put, be, having that ability to push yourself uh, past points where most people are comfortable is what makes the Adam Wainwrights of the world who they are. I, I watched you go up against the best of the best. I know there was mutual respect. They respected you. You respected their ability but there also had to be an edge on your part because you played with an edge unlike any athlete I've ever covered. I mean, how, how did you kind of muster that for a game? No, I mean, you're a pro you're, and, and you, you knew who you were up against, but you had this edge to you. Did you not? Yeah, I knew, I knew, um, I figured out early on in, you know, in my teenage years that, I, I didn't like being friends with my opponents, you know, like guys are buddy, buddy and hanging out with guys and doing all. I, I didn't like doing that. Uh, you know, I, number one, I was too competitive. Number two, I've got to play against this guy. I don't, I'm trying to hurt him. Like I'm trying to hit him as hard as I can. <laughs> like, so I'm not trying to injure him. I'm trying to hurt him. I, I want him to feel some pain so that, he might not want to go get that puck. He might not want to go in front of the net. He might choose an alternative path to get somewhere that's going to buy me a second or two to be able to exit the zone. Um, so I just, you know, I, I was always, you know, and I was always a PA rep and all that. I mean, I'd go to these meetings. I'd sit by myself because <laughs> nobody wanted to sit with me. <laughs> they hated me. Uh, well, I'm perfectly fine with that because – I also wasn't out there making friends. I wasn't out there giving guys ta love taps. You know, you get to a face-off, you give a guy a whack in the laces, you give a guy a whack in the wrist, um, you know, and, and, you know, you get in front of the net, you start inflicting a little um, massaging techniques on their feet and their knees and their <laughs> calves and their arms and their back. Uh, they don't necessarily want to stand in front of the net anymore. So just – knowing how I needed to play to be the most effective and the best that I could be. And part of that is just 
how I'm wired. I mean, that's the only way I know how to play the game. Well, and were you like that as a kid in Dryden? Yeah. I mean, was 100%. that? 100%. Yeah. I was, yeah. I was probably even worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what you. I, I, yeah. I would say I had to tamp it down a little bit. I was, when I got into junior, I was, you know, junior, you could do anything you wanted to. And then obviously in the NHL with, there were more cameras. And then as my career went along, there was even more cameras in the building. So you used to be able to get away with stuff behind the play when I first came in the NHL. So there was you know, all kinds of stuff. But as it became obviously a more popular game for TV and more cameras and the, you know, they would just train cameras on the whole ice surface so that they caught everything that you did. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Pronger, man, he's, he was a heck of a player. And he would take away that whole quarter of the ice. If he was on that side, it was over. If you got your hands, his hands on you, it was over. And he used his stick. He was just tremendous. So he's going to have his number retired on January 17th at Enterprise Center. I hope you're there. I hope you stick around for Travis Ford. He's a happy man. Nice win yesterday against Boston College. He's next. It's 1030. There's a high fly ball. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. And it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. And the Billikens win this one. Touchdown, Kansas City. On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. We get to spend a few minutes every Sunday morning when he's available with the head coach of the Billikens, Travis Ford. Coach, take a listen to this. Collins still on the dribble to the wing and then back up top. Between the legs, crossover, once the drive. Goes in deep, it lobs it up. It. Jam time to Francis Okoro on the little looping lob. Yeah, another great lob, great dunk, great play by Yuri Collins and the Billikens. They beat Boston College 79-68. Good morning, Coach. How are you? Good morning. Doing good. Thank you. Appreciate you having me. Yeah, that uh, I enjoyed listening to that. I bet you did. It's fun to listen to Rammer and Earl, and it's fun to watch Uri Collins. But before I talk about one player, um, this is a team win, and this was a physical game. In fact, you said it on the post game. Boston College was a lot like you, so you anticipated this would be a fight, and you came out the victor. You know, we really did. Um, you're talking about two teams that play kind of similar as far as physical, aggressive style of basketball. <clears throat> you know, both of us came in out rebounding our opponents by about eight a game. Uh, they were coming off a 20-point win, 22-point win over Notre Dame and uh, were playing really, really good. They they kind of went the transfer route. They got a lot of really good transfers. They're a big physical team. Uh, but I tell you, Tom, I was really proud of how our guys have responded after two tough games uh you know i told our team after the game in the locker room it's uh it can be very you know when you lose a game or two it's never fun it's always disappointing but how we lost the those two games leading for 35 minutes in both games losing them at the end can can really test you and uh i was really proud how we responded against a really good boston college team and something else i heard you say yesterday and i thought maybe you could expand on it is that your team plays with great effort but that's not all that you want to see effort is one thing you want to be able to sustain it right coach yeah you know we tell our kids all the time you know every team's gonna work hard uh every team's having practice every day three o'clock 
Uh, they're lifting weights. But what can you do extra? What I think what separates teams, especially when you're equal, what's the extra? Who's getting the most rest at night? Uh, who's getting in the gym extra to get shots up? Who's making that difference? And I said, you know, working hard is just not good enough. We're just not there right now where, you know, where we could have an off night and win. We've got to, you know, we got to find something extra. And the most important part of it is you have to be able to sustain it. It can't be like a roller coaster where you're up and down throughout a possession, throughout the game. Uh, and we've had a tendency to do that. Uh uh, and, you know, I thought for the first time, from the time that ball was thrown up last night till the final buzzer, our guys were locked in. I thought for the first time this season, even though we've won, you know, a bunch of games, um, it was uh, it was fun to watch. I told him I enjoyed watching them play. I enjoyed Yuri Collins, watching Yuri Collins play last night. That was uh, a thing of beauty. We just had Chris Pronger's conversation with me from the Garage Happy Hour, and we talked about this very thing. Something that Adam Wainwright said also, that it's when you hear that you can't do it, that's when the elite players get it done. When they start to hear some of those whispers out there that, uh, I don't know if they're gonna if they're the same player or something's wrong or this or that. I don't know how much Yuri Collins hears all of that, Coach, but he played last night like one of those elite players. Well, he, he had heard it. And, uh, you know, over the last two games, um, he felt it. He was coming in getting in extra film work in the offices and wanting to watch film, he knew. Um, you know, I had uh, a lot of people ask me, well, what's wrong with Yuri Collins? What's, and I, as I would always say, yes, he hasn't played that well the last couple of games, but I'm not worried about Yuri Collins. <laughs> There's a whole, a, a lot more I'm worried about. Yuri Collins uh, is, we'll figure it out. He's a very mature individual, very mature. Uh, and that's so important nowadays, especially with the young men, that we're dealing with that are 17, 18, uh, they can be very immature at times. He is very mature. He can look himself in the mirror and say, I've got to be better. I'm better than this. And uh, he did that. Um, And I'm just so proud of him. And our team needs to have that chip on its shoulder a little bit because we've talked to him a lot about, you know, when Javante Perkins went down, nobody gave our team a chance. And, you know, they need to have the same mentality as, you know, a little chip on your shoulder to prove, uh, you know, your worth, prove how good we can be. Yes, he was a great player that's not there now, but that still doesn't mean we can't reach uh, our goals. We had some storm damage in our area this weekend and also in the state of Kentucky, and I brought this up to Lisa Stone before our game against Northern Kentucky yesterday, and I'll bring it up to you because I thought of you uh, being from that state. Uh, Just devastating damage, Coach. Our thoughts and prayers with everybody in the state of Kentucky. Yeah, it's been a uh, just a devastating time, and uh, you know I've been on the phone with uh, a lot of people in that area. I grew up in that area um, in the western part of Kentucky, and spent a lot of time in the Mayfield area. And it's just devastation, devastation of you know obviously property, but the lives that have been lost, the injuries. Uh, we're getting reports this morning, the reports, they still haven't found a lot of people. They're still looking for people. Um, I just, you know, I just can't imagine, uh, you know, it's just, uh, um, you know, you, you just, your thoughts and prayers are with the, with everybody. And, you know, same thing here. It's, you know, uh, at the Amazon factory and so many people, it's just so sudden, just, just so sudden out of nowhere. 
lives have been changed forever. Um, and uh, it's just gut-wrenching. It really is. Life is precious, and it makes you, uh, I think, want to be closer to your loved ones, your family, your friends, in your case, your team, your teammates, your coworkers, coach, and uh, your fans, who I thought were great yesterday and I think will be great on the 18th when you play Auburn because that's a big game and you're going to need them at Chaffetz Arena. We, we are. We had a great crowd yesterday, incredible crowd, great energy in Chaffetz Arena yesterday, uh, just uh, – it was great. We had, you know, some recruits there, so that was fun. Uh, and we can't tell you just how much we appreciate the support from all the Billiken fans, from everybody that comes out and supports our team. The students were great. Um, and you, you're exactly right, Tom. We're going to need all the help we can get uh, next Saturday. So <laughs> we need to pack it uh, and be loud and uh, as much as we can for sure. You know, I, Auburn, by the time they come in here, could be top five in America probably. I was just reading an article this morning that said they might be the best team in America <laughs> uh, right now. But, uh, no, it's exciting. Uh, Chaffetz Arena, I don't think uh, any question will be packed. We'll be rocking, uh, and we're going to need all that support, that's for sure. Well, I'll be there, and I'm bringing my fifth-grade girls team, and let me tell you from experience, they are loud. So yeah, we need them. Tell them, <laughs> tell them to sustain it. <laughs> That's right. They'll be there cheering for you. We'll be there on the 18th. Coach, thanks for the visit very much. Have a great week. And we are sponsored by Royal Banks of Missouri. Have a wonderful day. Thanks for having me, Tom. Have a good week. Appreciate you it. too. Head coach of the Billikens, Travis Ford. NFL picks are next on KMOX. And joining us for NFL picks, as she does every week, is Lauren Lovett. I do lead you by five games. You picked up a game on me last week, did you not? I did. I did. My Patriots, as I knew they would, came through with a big win. So we'll see how you handle this now. You're getting into crunch time here, although uh, we do have still a few weeks to go in the regular season. We do have the playoffs. I should add that, that we do have the playoffs. Let's just decide this on the air. Should we count? I think we count the playoffs in terms of our score against each other. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. We take this all yeah, the way to the Super Bowl. Okay, we just decided we're going <laughs> to okay. add another. Okay, we're going to add another month. So, okay, now uh, yeah. who goes first? Uh, you know what, dealer's choice. Mm, interesting. Um, I will go first, and it okay. is a noon kickoff today for the Ravens at Cleveland. Boy, the Browns have been disappointing. They really have. I think they absolutely need this game. And I think they're going to lose it. I, I think the Ravens at 8-4 and four will come in here. They have been very good against Cleveland historically. They're a good cold-weather team, I think. Uh, I think it'll be a good game, but I think the Ravens beat the Browns in Cleveland. You know, I, this was a kind of a toss-up for me, but since you're going to go Baltimore and i you know, I got a five-game five deficit here, I'm going to go against you. I think, you know, that Cleveland's coming off a bye from last week, so Mayfield should be – fully healed um, and rested. They are probably the healthiest they've been all season, I think, outside of the tight end position. Lamar hasn't really been himself the last few weeks, and I think the Browns have enough of a pass rush to kind of keep Lamar off balance. I, I, I think the Browns' running game could be the difference in this one. I'm, I'm going to take the Browns at home today. I think they can come up with this one. They right. need it. Fair enough. They do need it, and I think they could win this. I can see that. Jacksonville at Tennessee. Who do you like in that one? Uh, after back-to-back losses, the Titans really needed that 13-week bye. 
I think they will benefit from that extra rest of the week. And this should be a gimme game against the two and 10 Jags. It should be a big bounce back for them this week. I'm going to take the Titans at home. I'm desperate in one of my fantasy leagues and I paid way too much on the waiver wire for Julio Jones, but I don't care. I need him. Uh, He comes (laughs) off IR for the Titans. I need a win or I don't advance in that league at any rate. Uh, you see where I'm going here. I love the Titans I today. I think the Titans I beat the too. Jaguars today. I think they beat them big, and I think Julio has a huge game for me. Anyway, uh, noon kickoff on KMOX, Vegas at Kansas City. I got to go Chiefs here, Lauren. loves Love the Chiefs really all season, and I love the Chiefs in this game. Yeah, I mean, after a disappointing start, they've really turned it around. They've won their last five games, and they're now back in first place, And I think by one game in the AFC West. So their defense is playing incredibly well. Um, in the last five weeks, I think they've kept every team under 20 points. Um, so, yeah, I think they looked awesome against Broncos. But um, the Raiders are coming off a brutal loss, and I don't know. I just I think I really like what I've seen from the Chiefs in the past few weeks. They should be able to handle Vegas and get the win. I, too, am taking Kansas City today. The Saints at the Jets. New Orleans 5-7 and seven on the season, Lauren, and that's been disappointing. The Jets have been disappointing for a while, to be quite honest. Noon kickoff, New Orleans at the Jets. Who do you have? Uh, yeah, I'm going to take the Saints today. They are riding a five-game losing streak, so this matchup against the Jets is coming at a very opportune time for them. If they can't win this game, they probably won't be winning any or many other games this season. I am going to take the Saints today. I also like the Saints. Alvin Kamara is coming back for them, and I think they get the job done uh, against the Jets. Dallas at Washington. i got to go Cowboys here, although the Washington football team's been better than I gave them credit for. i got Cowboys on the road. Who do you have there? Yeah, me too. I mean, Washington is on a four-game winning streak. Their defense has really been looking great. Uh, We're finally seeing the defense we saw much of last year. Heineke's completed over 77% of his passes during this stretch. Even though they're on a hot streak, it's recent history against the Cowboys, I don't think, suggests success here. The Cowboys also should be completely healthy after missing a few key players over the last couple of games. So I'm going to go with the superior quarterback skill uh, and position talent here to come up with the win today. I'm going to take Dallas. The Dallas Cowboys on the road. Atlanta at Carolina. I'm going to go, what do you you think here? I mean, Atlanta at Carolina is an interesting one. I'm going to go either way on that, but I'll let you pick first. I'm going to take Atlanta. This is a super important game for both these teams. They both hold a losing record of 5-7 and and need this win. Carolina's been struggling. They still don't have McCaffrey. I think Cam is as risky as it gets. He wasn't the answer for New England. I don't think he's the answer for Carolina. They looked awful against Miami. They just fired their offensive coordinator. I, I just, in this matchup, I, I like Atlanta. I'm going to take them today. I'll take Carolina, so that's a chance for you to pick up a game on me again. Seattle at Houston. This looks like a, a Seahawks win, but the Seahawks have been so cold offensively. Last week, uh, you know, a little bit better. What do you think here? Yeah, last week they definitely found their offensive rhythm again, um, combined with a second-half shutout by the defense. The Seahawks finally got that monkey off their back, I would say. I mean, even though the Texans have the worst or one of the worst records in the NFL, I don't know if this is a total slam dunk for Seattle. Uh, you know, I'm not convinced, but I do think that they should be able to win this one pretty easily. I'm going to take the Hawks on the road today. Yeah, Seahawks on the road seems like a good pick. Who do you like in Detroit at Denver, Lauren? The lowly Lions picked up their first win of the season last week on that final play with that passing touchdown, which was pretty, which was pretty cool. I was excited for them. That was a, a good ending for them to that game. But 
the Broncos are, you know, they're not one of the most consistent, I'd say, or better teams in the NFL this season, but they should be able to beat the Lions at home. I'm going to take the Broncos. Yeah, I like the Broncos also. And this was another easy pick, I thought, in the AFC West. I'll go Chargers at home over the Giants. Lauren, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I don't really think this game needs an explanation. The Chargers scored 41 points last week, and the Giants have scored 32 points in the last three weeks. They uh, were ranked in the bottom of the league before Jones' departure, so I don't think that Jake Fromm will be able to lead the Giants to a win today. I will take the Chargers at home. San Francisco at Cincinnati. This is very interesting. I've got to say this is another tight game. Uh, Who are you picking in this one? I like Cincinnati. Uh, both of these teams, you know, lost last week just as they were gaining momentum. Joe Burrow dislocated his pinky finger um, last week but played through the injury. I don't know if that will affect him today, but San Francisco is riddled with injuries. And after watching Jimmy G play last week, you know, you just kind of see how one-dimensional he is. And I just don't – I don't know if they, if they can't get their run game going today, they're going to struggle. That's, that's my biggest concern. He's not effective in the pass game. So I expect the Bengals to kind of exploit that today and come up with the win at home. I'm going to take the Bengals. Yeah, I'm also taking the Bengals. Uh, This could be a good game there. Oh, this is a good game here. Buffalo at Tampa Bay. This is my pick first. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to go Buccaneers at home. I just can't pick against Tom Brady right now. It'd be be foolish to do it, I think. Uh, But who knows? Buffalo needs a win desperately. I'm going to go Buccaneers. Who do you like? Yeah, I, I have to go with the Bucks again. I think it'll be a close match. I expect the uh, Bills to play very motivated after the loss to the Patriots last uh, Monday night. The Buccaneers will certainly be passing more than the Patriots did uh, last week. Tom Brady leads the league in yardage still and touchdowns and should be able to perform against the Bills, even though they have a top-ranked passing defense. The Bucks are still unbeaten at home this season. I see a couple Brady to Grog touchdowns today. I'm taking the Bucks. Brady's beaten the Bills so many times. It's it's just silly. And the Bills need this game. I mean, they're about they do. done if they don't win this game. Uh, tonight, Correct. we have the Bears and the Packers on KMOX. Do the Bears even have a chance in this game? I will say uh, that I'm going to have you pick, and then I'll give my pick. Bears at Packers. Okay. So to answer your question, I'm going to say no. I think this is kind of an unappealing matchup for Sunday night. Chicago's offense is awful. Um, I just scoring, I think, the third fewest points per game. They're ranked 30th in yards per game. They should be trounced by the Packers, who are arguably, I think, one of the best teams in the league. Going to take Aaron Rodgers and the Packers at home tonight. Yeah, Packers, easy win. I like it also at home on KMOX. We have two games today, Chiefs, Raiders, Bears, Packers, and then Monday Night Football, the Rams at Arizona. That might be the best matchup of the entire week. What do you like there? I completely agree. Monday night, they got it right. This is a matchup I can't wait to see. Arizona has shown few weaknesses, and they looked super, I think, re-energized last week with your quarterback back and DeAndre Hopkins. I think that you are going to take Carolina because I know how you feel. Or uh, Sorry, not Carolina. Arizona, I yeah. think that you are going to take Arizona, pardon me, um, just knowing your disdain for the Rams. I just think the Rams, I'm going to take them. I think they're in desperation, desperation mode to pick up this win. Um, I like Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup in a big game more than Marion Hopkins. So, And I'm just 99.9% convinced that you're going to take I could be wrong, but I think that you're going to take Arizona. So I'm going to go against you and take the Rams to win Monday night. I think you're right, and I think it's a Mm -hmm. good pick, actually. I think the Rams are a good pick here on Monday Night Football, but you are correct. I am picking against them. I am picking the Arizona Cardinals to win at home on Monday Night Football. So that's three games, I believe, that you and I picked differently. So it's a chance for you to either be down two or, oof, 
down eight or somewhere in between. We'll see. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. uh, what's your fantasy pick of the week? In week 14, I am loving Austin Eckler. He didn't have a great week 13, but he's up against the Giants that are currently ranked 26th in an FBA to the running back position. And both Keenan Allen and Mike Williams are likely to be missing, so he should have a monster day. He also should see some plenty of targets, I think, in the passing game. So I like, I like him today. Lauren, have a great week. We appreciate it. Thanks, Tom. It's Lauren Lovett with our NFL picks for Week 14. The Chiefs and the Raiders pregame coming up at 11 right here on the home of the Chiefs, KMOX. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Uh, 